You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of We're Not Fucking Historians. I'm Shane Todd and this is... Hazel Hayes. Yeah. You said another episode, like another episode. <laughs> Sorry, I mean it in like a big way. You know DJ Khaled? I mean it like that. Right. Another one. I see, I see. Yes. Well, in that sense, it absolutely is. Every time we do another episode in my head, DJ Khaled says, another one. Maybe we should get him to do that. He loves show. Irish history. Does he? He loves beats and he loves Irish history. Two things DJ Khaled loves. Another one. Look, we've been seeing a lot of interaction with the episodes People here and there pulling us up on Twitter. You know that your boy can't say your boys, can I? I don't know. Yeah, we can be the boys. Oh, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, the boys have an email, which is <laughs> I've not recently been referred to as the boys, but I like it. Hey, come on. Um, email is hello hello at not historians dot com dot com, which was a test, and you got a C minus there. <laughs> Hello at nothistorians.com. Maybe if there's episodes that you want us to do, if there's things you want us to cover, we can do that. Don't message things like, what about that time my Uncle Richard went, you know, went to jail? Although. It depends how good a story is. In fact, do. Tell us, do. tell us what happened. Tell us what happened to Richard. With old Dick. Um, I'm keen to hear more about Dick, so do let us know. Hazel, yeah. I've got a screamer for you today. Have you? Really really good subject. It's been talked about in previous episodes. Um, it's been mentioned and I would talk about it like I knew what it was. But you didn't. But until recently I didn't, but now I do. Do you actually feel like you know it now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I could have a conversation with a historian about it. I feel like you could have a conversation with him about it. <laughs> <laughs> Me with a historian. What's your favourite DJ Khaled song? Yeah. You know, that's all I'd have. But yeah, this is The Flight of the Earls. Nice. You've maybe heard it referenced before. We talk about earls quite a lot in the podcast. We did learn this at school. Oh, you did? Yes. So you might have some background knowledge no. of this. Oh, okay. Okay. Not nothing. Well, look, here's how I'm going to start this off. Irish people in general, we love a trip to Spain. Oh, we do. We love going yeah. to Spain. Have you been when was the last time you went to Spain? Uh August. Did you 2021? Where in Spain? Did you go? I went to a place near Andalusia, near Seville. See, you do it right. Mm-hmm. You go to like culturally good places. <laughs> what, as opposed to like Maga, Santa Ponza? Beitha, yeah, Santa yeah, yeah. Ponza, Salou. Although there's something to be said. Thousand percent. I mean, I obviously as a child was dragged to 
the what was it the play play all the like that that whole strip right. near Malaga right right a lot. yeah right. I loved it kids clubs but now beaches. that you're probably going to see like ancient villages now at the minute whereas yeah. I'm heading to Magaluf half bored to see DJ Sammy at a phone party in BCM <laughs> You made me sound like such a nerd. Well, it's because you are, but <laughs> but our story is about Flight of the Earls. It's about a voyage to Spain. The Flight of the Earls took place in 1607, and it's massively significant to Irish history. When I say this has a knock-on effect, it, it it's a domino. It's a big domino. Ooh, I um, like and it like, takes it's a lot It's like of those it. dominoes all laid out on... The, it's like mm-hmm. that TikTok where all the dominoes are laid out on the floor, and yep. then a cat who is the flight of the earls. Yeah. The, the paw is the flight of the, and it just comes and just hits that first domino and then they all... Correct. Okay. I want to say something before we dive in. Please do. I really don't remember any actual history. Okay. But I know <laughs> that when you say the flight of the earls, it's definitely pushing on like my abandonment issues and I don't know why. You said... There's a sense of being abandoned. That's all I know. Like, while that is quite poignant, you said everything there with a question mark after it, and it really annoyed me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, more than you'll ever know. Oh, I'm going to do that more now? No, that's one thing I... piss you off? That's one thing I can't hack, (gasps) is the question mark. People saying shit with a question mark? Yeah. Shane, I'm going to do that a lot? No, you can't. (laughs) Oh, my God. Shane? Oh, my Um, God. Yeah, so Flight of the Earls, I feel like someone left left us yes they okay. did that's that's I have that feeling of you know in Jurassic Park which is pre-2004 so you'll get this reference yep. when <laughs> the um, when they, they're in the, the car and the T-Rex comes and attacks them and then Sam Neill yep. goes to help the kids and he's like where's the guy who was with you and she's like he left us Yeah, it's that moment and also we're going full circle because Sam Neill is an Ulsterman there we have it there I thought I really I was like well, how is he going to bring Sam Neill into this okay I'm going to take you back to the 1600s I'll let you know what was happening around that time for a bit of context so okay. Ireland during the period of 1536 to 1691 big old chunk of time there mm-hmm. um, that saw the first full conquest of the island by England Ew. and it's colonisation from oh, from Great Britain okay. um, so that's all the, that's the English Reformation where Henry VIII uh, breaks the papal authority which yep. doesn't sound like basically what that translates as a slide of the Pope the papal authority was the Rome governing its various countries one of which was now Ireland which we learned about in Strongbow and Aoife here because we go. wasn't Henry II on the run from the Pope, do you remember? Yeah, with the Benny Hill music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he brought he brought that yeah. that version of Catholicism to Ireland then. Okay. Yeah, so um so everything's massively changing. Ireland has become increasingly less Irish. Sad. It's like that, that Keen song, isn't it? I know. It's becoming Everything's changing and I don't all of Ireland was just singing that yeah. all the time. And Keen is an Irish name. They cut co- they co- covered that. Ah, yeah. I'll stop interrupting. So, <laughs> at this time, yeah, Ireland's becoming a lot less Irish. The boo, the queen becomes head of the Irish church. Oh, and piss off. Gaelic people are, ju- are just being asked to swear allegiance to the crown and they're losing their identity. It's not going down well at all. Oh. People in Ireland are just feeling like, you know, will, they, will these guys ever quit it? And hey, they won't. Yeah, spoiler, no. After the Norman conquest of Ireland, the title of Earl was introduced. Um... It was an old Norman uh, 
<laughs> title, which as we uh, identified on previous episode, anytime we talk about the Normans, we're talking about a group of guys who were all called Norman. All just Norman. Yeah. They, by the way, in my head, they have that sort of Lego man cookie cutter thing where they're all the same guy. Oh yeah. Dressed the same. Slightly different hairstyles yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but that title that title came over with the Normans. Okay, um, it just basically means you're you're the head of a Gaelic family, so you're a ruler of sorts. So there were, there was a lot of differenters, but there was some main <coughs> boys. So it's 1601. The O'Neills and the O'Donnells are the big Irish ruling families, or as this. they would have referred to themselves as the main boys. Yes. Okay. So after the defeat <laughs> at the Battle of Kinsale in 1601, which I don't know a lot about, but I'm going to guess was a battle. That took place in Conceal. I think we can assume. Hugh Roe O'Donnell of Turconnell. He heads over to Spain to get Hugh back Hugh O'Donnell! Up. Yep. We know him. We do. He's he's a friend of the pod. <laughs> so after the Battle of Conceal, he heads over to Spain to basically get a bit of backup from his mate Philip III. So he's saying, listen, the Brits are running wild here. Spain, come get our backs. Mm-hmm. Philip says... No, no, no bueno. No Are bueno. you going to say no bueno? <laughs> you need to stop. Philip says, no bueno, mi amigo. <laughs> Fucking hell. And also, yeah. in a double hammer blow, yeah. when Hugh Rowe is over in Spain asking for backup, hey, the guy fully dies. <gasps> the guy fully dies. Now, some people say he might have been bumped off. And in this story, we're going to be delving into some conspiracies. By because the Spanish Mafia. It, it could have been, it's hard to say, it could have been a number of different people, but all I'm going to say is, yeah. the flight of the Earls, there's a lot known about it, but there's a lot that wasn't known about it. Okay. There's a lot of what if here and there. Hugh gets succeeded by his younger brother, Rory O'Donnell. Rory O'Donnell. Which we appreciate a normal name in ancient yes. times because it's easy for us yes. to say. Thank you. Thank you, Rory. So after the Battle of Conceal, Ireland starts to really get taken over by the British and they're they're saying things like no you're still in charge yeah you st- you're still really oh yeah you're oh, you're powerful you're you're the bee's knees but the, the these earls are being stripped of Fucking everything they have gaslighting us so bad Do you know what the brits were like the original toxic boyfriend yeah <laughs> they really were no babe everything's fine no i'm not everything's cool yeah no 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 you totally still have authority you have yeah. independence you have your fi- everything is so fine but your friends and family don't like you so you probably should just trust me and I'll take care of everything. And the Irish are the like, Brits. they're trying to flirt with this these Spanish guys who are like, he's going to come and save us. And the Spanish guy is like, no bueno, also you're dead. <laughs> so uh, so the uh, after the Battle of Conceal, um, which is a big defeat for for the Gaelic people, the O'Neills and the O'Donnells, um, these two big powerful families, mm-hmm. retain their lands and titles, even though they took a big hard L in the battle with the crown. Uh, so they retain everything, but on shitty terms. The country goes to shit. Mm. There, there's a wee famine. It's a, there, it's a disaster. Not the famine, just a wee bit of a, you know, there's misplaced spots. Let's <laughs> oh, just I really thought you were referring to, what I've only heard ever referred to as the great famine is yeah. a wee famine. And a I was famine. like, I've never heard it referred to. But what you're saying is there was not that one. A separate small famine. Yeah, basically, like people in Ireland were struggling big time because well, the yeah, because the Brits were taking all the food, and then the serfs and the landowners didn't have any. I didn't realize there had been like a a little pre-fam, like a kind of a pre-party, you know, before you go out and you just have a few drinks at your gap. A pre-fam, little pre-famine. Yeah, I mean, 
I'd say because everything was divided and there was loads of periods of transition, uh-huh. getting food to people would have actually been really difficult. So if you were the rulers of a, a certain kingdom of Ireland or a certain place, yeah. if you were overthrown, it, it might have been difficult to distribute food. So there probably was periods of, of famine as well, of, yeah. uh, of of like food shortages and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, <laughs> Fuck it, yeah. That yeah. Might, yeah. I just, weren't they just growing food everywhere? Because it was just uh, an agricultural con- country. Yeah, but the Brits would come over and go, hey. Oh, they fully were taking dig it. Dig yeah. that up and cook it for me. You know, there's something else important here. We're, we're setting the scene. It's the Treaty of Mellifont. Looks like Mellifont, but it, it's very important that you say Mellifont. Is the T silent? Yeah. Um, it was signed after the Nine Years' War. Uh, it basically meant that's the end of the hostility between England and Spain, uh, which meant no help was going to be given to the Earls anytime soon. So they were trying to get back up from Spain, but Spain had already said to Britain, hey, we're amigos, me amigos. Yeah, yeah. You know, so... Under the Treaty of Mellifont, Hugh O'Neill, who was the Earl of Tyrone, was pardoned. And in 1603, he submitted to the crown. So the Spaniards, I think, were basically like, here, be nice to Ireland. Mm-hmm. Hugh O'Neill gets a bit of a pardon, and uh, he, but he has to submit to the crown. So all these earls are going from cool guys to naff pretty quick. They've got to bend down, they've got to kiss the crown. So the earls are... are I don't are, think you did kiss crowns. Didn't, don't you kiss the ring? Well, that's why he he really embarrassed himself because he bent down <laughs> and kissed the crown. Yeah, that's the, yeah. Oh, what a faux pas! Yeah, <laughs> egg on his face. <laughs> well, no, that was part of the famine. There was no eggs. In 1605, there was a, a this guy who was the new Lord Deputy of Ireland, mm. and that means you're a representative of the English monarch. He was called Sir Arthur Chichester, who sounds like a mega twat, doesn't he? Uber twat. Sir Arthur Chichester. Uh, Sir Arthur Chichester at your service. Yeah. Fuck off, Arthur. You were bullied in school. <laughs> Called himself SAC. Sir Arthur Chichester. <laughs> <laughs> what a prick. None of the kids liked him in school and no. rightly so. I think he's painfully thin as well. A bit gaunt. A yeah. Bit bony. He, he's, a, he's a runner. Long distance. <sighs> and he got, always tells he got... you about his times. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And you're like, how are you recording that? You don't even, <laughs> don't even have a watch out a there. No. Got great grades as well. Yeah. Like the teacher's pet. No. Yeah. So he begins to really uh, mug off the earls and, and strip them of, of what they had. He's taking their lunch money. He's taking their BMXs, their <laughs> land, everything. So because of this treaty, um, it basically means that Britain can sort of move in a bit more on Ireland um, and Chichester is protecting this guy called O'Cahan so the O'Neills and the O'Donnells are, are the enemy of the mm-hmm, crown mm-hmm. so anyone who had a problem with them is now going up to Chichester and going Arthur SAC help a brother out you here you know what SAC spells? Sack yeah he's a sack yeah. of shit yeah so there's this guy called O'Cahan who, who we hate Boo. He's been getting a bit of a rough time by O'Neill, who's his earl, who's his overlord. Chichester wants to take O'Neill's authority away, but he can't. He can strip him of certain things, but you can't just banish oh. the head because I think there'd be an uproar. The people would right, okay, maybe okay, fight okay. back okay. over it. So he hatches a plan to charge O'Neill with treason if he doesn't comply with these new rules. Okay. With his wee mate O'Cahan. It doesn't work. O'Neill wins a, a legal battle. These earls are treading water. This is so messy. The crown are trying to bring them down. Yeah. The earl of there's also a weak conspiracy that the earl of Tyrone 
because he's like the champion of Catholicism in Ireland that, that he was trying to overthrow the, the new Protestant administration in Dublin. So there's loads of reasons why these earls are are, are, are being are being pushed out. Yeah. They are still very powerful and well known and respected. Mm-hmm. So they have these contacts in continental Europe who are basically giving them a heads up and say, hey, the the crown are looking to take you out here. The crown are looking to not just not just demoralize you and, and take all the stuff off you. They're gonna they're gonna kill you. They're gonna be killed. They're gonna bump you. They're gonna whack you. There was take, a telegram that came out. and just said you're gonna get whacked. <laughs> Is that You're what gonna the get whacked. They didn't even put it in code, did they? Just <laughs> no, whack they the should earls. Have. Yeah, yeah. yeah nice. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> see them earls. Yeah, whack them. Whack them. So um, it's sixteen oh seven. This has been going back and forth between the O'Neills, uh, the O'Donnells who, who, who are together, uh, and the Crown. Sixteen oh seven. O'Neill's allies, the Maguires and the Earl of Tyrconnell, they're finding it really hard to maintain their lifestyle on par on reduced incomes. They've no money. They're they're Billy Big Balls. They've got these big gaffes. They wear yeah. all these designer clothes, but they don't have the income anymore. Yeah. So they're buying knockoff gear and people know it's fake. You know, yeah. people know it's fakers and all that. Because you do when it's just two stripes down the side of yeah. like your tracky bottoms that you know. Yeah, there are people, their underlings are going, Nike doesn't have two eyes. The tick is backwards, lads. Yeah, so what do they do? They they hatch a plan. Yeah. The earls hatch a plan. They go, Everyone's listen. Everyone's hatching plans. They're always hatching a plan. I'd love to hatch a plan one day. I very rarely hatch plans. We could. I mean, we make plans, Shane, but we never hatch them. Like you want to like to overthrow a government? Maybe. Well, that's what they do. I don't know if a podcast is the best place to discuss a plan to but we here's what we do we do a podcast about doing it and people are like oh that's comedy yes. but like it's a performance piece but it's not we do overthrow a government in like I don't know Georgia <laughs> <laughs> sorry that was very specific which Georgia no it wasn't specific enough because there's a country which called Georgia? Georgia and there's a state called Georgia both I know it's ambitious at the same, but both. same day mm-hmm. love it it was like a B team yeah okay so by 1607 all these earls, all these influential families, all these big players in the in, in the Gaelic scene, mm-hmm. they're finding hard to maintain their lifestyle. And what do they do? They hatch a plan. And who do they go to to try and get some support? And they probably say before, they go, these guys will definitely help us out. Oh, my God. Uh, the Normans? The Spanish. Oh, fuck. Remember the guys who let them I thought they before? already asked. Spanish. Yeah, they did. Here's the thing: they did. They said no, but they've gone. Listen, <laughs> if at first you don't succeed, try again. And you know what the Spanish say? No bueno. No. No bueno. bueno because this uh, the Spanish have just had the Battle of Gibraltar, so they're skint. They don't have they don't have the power to do it. They're a bit like the Spanish are always getting into these battles, you know. So they basically say like, we'd love to, but. Stop asking. You know, at this point, it's a little bit desperate. So what happens is at this point, a ship from France, from their influential continental contacts, wow, which is a lovely turn of phrase, yeah, uh, anchors in Ireland in Rathmullen on Loch Swilly. Now the earls, once powerful, have three options here. Yeah, they can either flee uh, and hope that they can eventually convince Spain to you know, come to Ireland uh, and, and overthrow the crown. Or they can go to London and try and go through the courts, you know, but it's going to take a while and, you know, you know what the courts are like. It drags out. Or they can do nothing, stay in Ireland uh, on reduced incomes and not have the power they have. And be way to be killed. The ship is in the dock. Here's what we're going to do. We're <gasps> going to anchor this half of the podcast no! here and we'll set sail again after these messages. That, and that's kind of a spoiler of what happens. Set sail. They, they, they eventually do leave. Time for some messages. <laughs> 
<laughs> if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Hazel, we're sitting on the dock of the bay. We are. We are the earls. In your mind, I want you to be the earls. I'll be the the O'Neill one. You're O'Neill. I'm O'Donnell. Love it. And we've been stripped of all of our titles, basically. In That's theory, a different image. We've been we've been had our money taken off us. They've mm. necked they've necked every the Brits have necked everything from us. As they do. We've got a boat here. Yeah. We can get the hell out of here, yeah. or we can stay and be treated badly. 
I'm going to get the hell out of Dodge. I think that's what I'm going to do. The Earls flee to continental Europe. It is in the title, I will just say. Yeah, the flight of the Earls. Yeah, yeah. I'd forgotten. We can see you sailing <laughs> off. They probably chanted that at them as they left. People would have been horrified. These were their leaders. Like the, the leaders. people who lived yeah. in their territories, that, that would have been who was leading them and protecting them from the Brits. That's all they had left against them. Yeah. Oh, that's quite sad. 4th of September, 1607, the Earls of Tyrone and Tyrconnell, um, along with their families and some of their boys, you know, the yeah, homies yeah. get taken care of. The um, they They board a ship at Rathmullen on Loch that's headed to Spain. Now, I can't emphasise enough, this is the aristocracy of Gaelic society. Mm-hmm. All of it. On this one so boat, overnight, t- gone. Today, yep. that's going to be Daniel Ryan Tuberty, Daniel O'Donnell, obviously. Yeah, Tubbs is there. Bono. Twink. Sinead O'Connor. God, yeah, that's a good one. Neve Martin. Johnny Logan. Basically, anyone who won the Eurovision yeah, yeah, yeah. is in there. All on there. Roy Keane. Roy Keane. He, he'll be rubbing everyone up the wrong way, but uh, he's on there. Brian O'Driscoll. Yeah. Johnny Sexton. I'll put Johnny Sexton on as well. Okay. He's a good lad. Uh, me... Oh, yeah, um, I'm on there. Come on, because everyone you mentioned from the south. So well, no, just for diversity, I, just, I, I'm I, don't, get I don't know if we have the room. I'll be no bother, honestly. I'll 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 go on Roy Keane's. <laughs> I'll get a piggyback on from Kano. We'll dress you up as a woman. Yeah, we'll get you on board. <laughs> yeah, okay. Love when we do a, a, a call back to a previous episode. Cheeky Mulan, a backwards, a reverse Mulan. They'll never see it coming. <laughs> so fourth of September, sixteen oh seven is is the flight of the Earls and. Just in that one moment, the 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 leaders of the Gaelic society leave Ireland. They they abandon the the people. Which uh, is why earlier I thought that this story reminded me of being abandoned. Yeah, that's why that's in there. Yeah. Oh, Gosh, Christ. Um, <laughs> you don't know where to go from there. I mean, I get it. Like you know, you put you put yourself in that scenario. Yeah, you're gonna go. But also, it's a very like a captain sort of deserting their ship, isn't it? It's not really the done thing. Yeah, I think I would have went. I think I probably would. Have. <laughs> I wouldn't have been there this long. I think I probably I don't know would the be way long gone. So yeah, this event because because they they take off on this on this voyage becomes known as the flight of the earls, and no one can really agree on why they left. There's a lot of different conspiracies. They're going to be killed. Yeah, but some people say that. Then some people say, actually, there wasn't that much heat on them. But we'll get to some of these conspiracies. Oh. But it, it does pave the way for the, the division of Ireland. So it's it's open season. The the crown can basically yeah. put their own people in. And uh, and, and that's, that's exactly what they did. So what the Earls had wanted is all these other countries in continental Europe to, to get behind them. Even though they were leaving, they were sort of thinking, mm. listen, it's just temporary. We're going to raise an army, which is a phrase we love on the podcast. I love hatching a plan an and raising an army are Let's my hatch two favourite verbs. To raise an army. Let's do it. But but it, it, no one was going to help them because at this time war was so expensive. Well, war is so expensive. <laughs> but all these countries they were going to had just been involved in yeah. like a. Ma- they're basically saying, <laughs> "I'm just out of a really long term relationship here." <laughs> I'm just not looking for something like serious. Yeah, a little skirmish. Yeah, fine, a casual yeah. skirmish, no strings attached. Yeah. An all-out war? Nah, not so much. I just I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> I'll build up to it. But yeah, it's it it's one that people think they left almost over. The history books a lot of times say they just left overnight. Mm-hmm. That's a widely accepted thing. They just all of a sudden they left. I'm imagining like the the, the lads in their castles sort of woke up. The like chambermaid went in. Oh, he's he must have got up early. Bed, well, the bed's made. Well. 
more depressingly, it, it, it wasn't the chambermaid who woke up and found that they'd gone. The Earl of Tyrone's youngest son called Con, the original Home Alone movie. The kid woke up. The kid woke up and nobody was there. What? Yeah, yeah. And the English were they apparently they left in such a hurry, they left the Earl of Tyrone's young son, Con, and the crown were outside trying to get in, but they slept on a load of marbles. So they, <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't get in so he put like he put a big cardboard cut out of Kulkoon up and uh, Kulkoon who the fuck that guy is I don't care <laughs> He put a poster to Kukala and all Big the other Finn warriors. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge Finn McCool on the side of the house. Christmas decorations all broken by the window. Yeah, not to be oh outdone. Oh, God, that's awful. I know, but not to be outdone. The Earl of Turconnell left with his pregnant young wife, although that probably wasn't a mistake. She was probably a nightmare. I'm not even going to argue that because you, what you've done there is you've put some bait in front of me and you, you want me to rise to that and I'm not going to. I'm just going to agree. Yeah. She was a she was a melter. She was a dose. She, she was, was an absolute dose. melter. Yeah, fine. Um, there is a historian who, uh, a, a guy who's like the main historical source on this subject, um, said that there was talks between O'Neill and Chichester that went on for a bit of a while. They meant it's slain for a few days, which, you know, they probably took in a concert. Ah, oh, probably. Red Hot Chili Peppers or something. Lovely. You know, uh, Noel Gallagher, whatever it was. Um, and apparently they had quite civilised conversations. So they, they they almost negotiated a, 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 a release. And then also some hi- historical sources say that they didn't leave in a hurry as well. It wasn't an overnight thing. It was more of a, oh. look, we know where we're not wanted. Slowly back towards the door. Yeah, like they I'm took ages to pack. i cigarettes. Kept forgetting then things. Kind of, yeah. Oh, he's forgot. Yeah. The, the Earl of Turconnell's forgotten his passport. Oh, God. You know, he, <laughs> he's forgotten his passport and his young pregnant wife. He's like, I'll go back for them. Oh, yeah. I know I'm bringing up a lot of like shitty former boyfriends here, but there's also, it does also feel a bit like the guy who uh, slowly moves out. Yeah, that's exactly, the old that's exactly what it is. slow move out. That's exactly Until you realise they're living down the road with Linda. Yeah. That bitch. So uh, either way, they left and uh, the destination for the journey was Spain, but they land in France and travel overland to Spain. But he, he, here's the weird thing. They don't stay together as one big party. There's a lot of different families. There's a lot of different groups. So they just kind of do like a, you know, like a hop on, hop off service. Yeah. Some of them settle in France. Some of them settle in Belgium. But the main party actually end up going to Rome. They go to Italy because because of the politics in Europe at the time. They can't just go wherever they please and settle. Oh. Because Britain has these like uneasy truces with all these different countries. So they can't just go wherever they want. But here's my question. Yeah. Because as we've established, they didn't have cameras then. Yeah. Let alone the internet or face recognition. So when you're like, an earl from the north of Ireland and you fuck off to France and just settle in some random little town like how the hell would they ever find you? I think because they probably wanted to be treated like royalty like these countries did want to welcome them in but like France and Spain didn't want to upset Britain so they decided to go to Rome but they would have been treated very 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 well like well properly welcomed oh, okay so so they 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 the earl of Tyrconnell and and his people settled in Rome so they're treated like royalty but when they leave Britain basically go, oh, they've they've left. They're they're in trouble with us because Britain want to impress the Irish, mm-hmm. the Irish people. King James issues a thing called a proclamation touching the earls of Tyrone and Tyrconnell in November of that year. He says that their actions are treasonous and um and they have to forfeit all their lands and titles. 
So that looks good to the people. He's like, we wouldn't have done that to you sort of thing. Years before that, in 1603, there was a peace agreement uh, by leaving the earls, like went against this. So uh, everything they had is confiscated and Chichester says, why don't we divvy this up? amongst the lads. People from England, Wales and Scotland start to get all this land in Ireland. I was going to say this is the beginning of the end but this is not just like the middle of the end. Yeah. Yeah. It They're, started around the 1100s and now this is this is the next big one, isn't it? They're slicing it up like a big pepperoni pie. Oh God. You get a slice, you get a slice and uh, mm. this, this, this becomes known as the plantation of Ulster which is like yeah. a huge thing obviously. The, the people who get this worse are like the lower class Gaelic mm. culture in inhabitants of Ulster because all of a sudden their lands aren't their own and they, they're now living under these like yeah, they British been settlers. Under the Earls and now they've got these like oh god yeah. this is kind of a sad The Earls one. are sunning the Earls are all on Europe sunning themselves. Yeah, the Brits are in bad for all the working class people. But the legacy of this and, and the kind of wrap up, the the Europeans love the Irish. <laughs> they love the crack. Uh, most of the settlers that left end up in high society and all the some of them do go to Spain they get treated really well they're they're like nobles mm-hmm. in Spain in Spain they set up a foreign regiment of their army called Regimento Hibernia the regiment of Hibernia uh, because they love our soldiers they think our soldiers are class excellent translation there by the way thanks <laughs> gracias <laughs> It's also known as O'Neill's Regiment, um, formed in 1709 from Irishmen who'd fled their own country. Richard Wall is this mm-hmm. guy, just quick fact. He was the son of a, a, a refugee from Ireland. He was born in France, but he later becomes to Irish parents. He, his parents were from Limerick. He becomes the Prime Minister of Spain. So oh. we're working our way into all these, to all these places. Okay. And uh, the Earl of Tyrone remained in Italy. Um, and he persisted with this invasion plan until his death uh, in 1616. So... They, all the all the earls have resettled and they're like we're loving it we're in high society we're having a good time we're getting a tan the earl of Tyrone was still in Italy just <laughs> trying to raise an army but like no one was interested you know the way we always talk about making these stories in the movies yeah they've beaten us to it <gasps> no there was, a, there was a film with Oscar nominated Belfast actor Stephen Ray he's a really good actor um, it came out in 2008 I think it was like a documentary movie about the, flight of the Earls. about the flight of the Earls. Macrofelt District Council, which is like a really small town back home, put a link to the film on their proper council website, but inadvertently directed people searching for the flight of the Earls experience to just a genuine hardcore porn site. No, they didn't. They did. They did. No. Not, a, not a history piece. I was going to make the, the really stupid, obvious joke that, like, oh, they sent them to porn, but they did. They sent them to porn. Was it good porn? I don't. Well, I think. Hopefully it wasn't Irish themed porn because let's face it, nobody wants to see that. It's nobody just, wants to it's see just that. Just people dressed as leprechauns. Yeah, I think if if they did make a porn about this, it, it might be called <laughs> what? The flight of Earl Sperm. What? I don't know. Should we maybe? Stop and think of a better name for yeah, that. Yeah, thousand percent. Because that wasn't funny. No. <laughs> Flight of the Earls. Flight of the Girls. So the knock-on effect from the Flight of the Earls changed Irish history forever. When they stepped onto that boat, yeah, everything changed, and I think it's time to disembark this ship of knowledge. Ao. And return to land. Let's do it. But yeah, I think it's clear that 
all these countries in Europe just loved us. They just thought we were class crack, but they couldn't really have yeah. us in. And they, we still do get treated well. When you go to Spain and all that, they definitely more like, so than the Brits. But isn't that yeah. just the case everywhere? They're like they think you're English for a second and they're a little sketchy, and then you're like, oh, I'm from Ireland. They're like, ah, oh, Irish, we love yeah. you, and they, they start say trying phrase. to say things. Yeah, yeah, and you have to pretend that's the first time you've heard it. Gonna start to, they'll say. You you pretend and, it's and the first say, time. And I'll say, well done, because we've said no bueno fifteen million times. Yeah, and you know what? You can have it. Yeah, people go. What's the what's the a Spanish guy go? What's the crack? And what I, is the crack? I, yeah, I'm like, I can't believe it. <laughs> it's always just slightly wrong. Yeah. What is the crack? <laughs> what crack is? I'm like, yeah, mate, hundred yeah. percent. How's your crack? Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're gonna have to hop off and leave it there for this episode. If you've got future episodes you'd like to suggest, email us at hello at nothistorians dot. That was like in my French oral exam, (laughs) me miming to you, which is what our teacher did. Oh, bless. That's a good teacher. Yeah. I was going to name her, but like that, she might get in, you know. Yeah. I did very well in the French oral and then just, it's all just gone. Yeah. It's like when we learn stuff for these episodes and then the next week. Uh, As soon as I touched down in Belfast. What was the episode about? I'm like, I don't know, some guy called Earl. Some guy called Earl. No idea. From the band Hot Chocolate. I don't, what's his surname? Earl Brown? Do you know hot chocolate? I don't know. My head went to James Earl Jones. I believe in miracles. Where are you from? You sex the thing. Sex the thing. You you know that song? I know I do. I was just enjoying you singing. Earl Brown from Hot Chocolate. Sexy man. Don't know if he's still with us. R.I.P. if not. I dedicate this episode to you, bro. Dedicate it to him either way. I know that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah great. Yeah, great. a thousand percent. Uh, we're on social media. The Hazel Hayes, Shane Todd Comedy. Find us there. Rate and review the podcast if you'd like to. Tell a friend in Spain or France or Anywhere. Belgium, you just know. just lash out an early email yep. to just think of someone in a country that isn't the country you're currently in yep. and let them know about this podcast. Red flag the email is important and in the subject line write help. <laughs> <laughs> subject line, I've been kidnapped. And then in the main body of the email say you got to check this podcast. That's not true. Right? But yeah. if you're interested in other things that aren't true, yeah. check out this podcast. Subject, they're going to murder me. <laughs> Body of the email is just the length of the podcast. <laughs> Subject, if you don't also want to be murdered. Someone's dot, dot, dot. going to do this. Yeah. At least one person. Yeah. <laughs> at least one person is going to do it. Yeah. And I want to see receipts. Although, to be fair, it's quite a casual way to alert someone to your potential murder. <laughs> An email. Hot meal. <laughs> if your first reaction's hot meal, you deserve it. Until next time. Remember. <laughs> We're not fucking historians. See you next time. We're Not Fucking Historians is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Um, there is a historian who, uh, a, a guy who's like the main historical source uh, talking about the Flight of the Concords uh, called Tag O. Flight of the Concords? <laughs> yeah. And, but he likes Flight of the Earls too. So he loves <laughs> New Zealand comedy pop music. Let me start that again. No! Fuck off. <laughs> 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.